folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. Not right now. You're getting your wishes, so sit down! Hot dog! Hot dog! So I was at work on Friday, and the hardest thing that I had to do was I needed, I still have a Halloween background on my phone, a Halloween <gasps> Disney background. A Disney dilemma. I know, it's a dilemma. So like, anyway, I got in trouble about this. It's not a big deal. Everything's okay. <laughs> you got in trouble? Not a reprimand, no points. No, I was just on my phone at work and they were asking me what I was doing and I don't lie. So I told them that I was looking, I have the Haunted Mansion wallpaper as a wallpaper on my phone and it's <laughs> not Halloween anymore. So I needed to find a quote autumn Halloween wallpaper for my phone and everything's horizontal. So yeah. I can't find anything that works well because then you gotta do like a little screenshot thing of it and it's all blurry and pixelated and so it was a, it was I was on a hunt, I'm not gonna lie. I was hunting. <laughs> hunting for the perfect wallpaper. And I was like two minutes late for a meeting because I was hunting for oh, a wallpaper. No. And my boss came out, he's like, What were you doing? I was like, Nothing! Well, that's kind of... <laughs> that's kind of like the white whale, though, finding a, a fall-themed Disney wallpaper because See that pumpkins? isn't Halloween because Disney jumps, dives headfirst into Christmas right after Halloween. Like last week when I was like, oh, you think they got the lights up yet? You're like, think. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, that was just yesterday. Andrew said, oh, was the castle lit this year yet? And I said, of course. It's like, are you kidding? As soon as Halloween was over, boop, 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 boop. But yeah, well. careful on your phones out there. Bosses, yeah. big brother's always out there. <laughs> oh, we're paying you for this time to do work for the company. It's like, well, how am I going to work for the company if I don't have a like really awesome phone background? I know. Oh, so. I'll take t at least 20 minutes to find a, the perfect desktop background. Oh, work. you have to. Yeah. That's so cool I, because you I can understand. at least, you know, you can... Alt tab real quick. Whoop whoop. Oh, I don't think they care. Whoop, whoop. My, at my job, it doesn't seem like they they care. I got but... eyes everywhere. <laughs> I got eyes everywhere. Okay, so let's start the show. Let's start. Oh the episode. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have a background for me? Because I'm still. <laughs> if looking. you have a good background, send it to <laughs> DisneyPhilharPodcast at gmail .com. <laughs> and Andrew will use it on his phone. Although we sound bright and chipper and. We're having a good time over here. It's going to be a different type of episode today. Yeah. Okay. So let's just, I'll read the intro oh, real sorry quick. About and that. then, no, it's let okay. Me, let me just take over here real <laughs> <No>. quick. <laughs> okay. So, hi, and welcome to Disney Philhar Podcast, where three Disney obsessed former cast members relive the magic and learn facts they should already know. I'm Laura, and I'm here with Andrew. Hi. Yeah. And so, uh, you may have, have noticed already that our bright, Shining star of the show, Allison. She is not with us today. So this week it will just be me and Andrew, me, Laura, and Andrew. Which is how chatting it up. So that would be just just the two of us. Yeah. You know, we just... can we can we can make it if we try, Laura. <laughs> just the two of us. I'd love to We can make it if we try. How about what if what Wait. if what if I had what if I had some some tools and equipment? You had some tools and equipment, maybe some some cement, and we can build some castles in the sky. <laughs> Just the two of us, like you we and could. I. Yeah, you and I. Wait, <laughs> no, I think that was an Austin Powers reference. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, let's start the show with just some quick haps, some happenings going on in Walt Disney World this week. Of course, we already mentioned that it is officially Christmas in Walt Disney World. It is all decked out. So many exciting pictures being posted by fans on Twitter, Instagram. It's flooded with Christmas decorations. Only makes me more excited for our trip in December. It does, but it is early November. Yes, I know. Still a ways to go before Christmas. I know that even pre-Halloween, they were clearing out the candy to put up trees and all the grocery stores and stuff. But like... Oh my gosh, yeah. It's a little crazy. Getting a little... I know yeah. Disney, this is how Disney does it, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I If I were going to disney world in november i would 100 percent want it decorated for christmas oh yeah you'd and not it. for thanksgiving where it's just like wow <laughs> right. these are cool earthy tones you know <laughs> pilgrim decorations oh hats for that. everybody they don't get into the stickiness right of native american and pilgrim just think now with no osborne everyone in mgm well, sorry in disney hollywood studios is now like well uh what do we do with november now oh well we're doing that that uh jingle bam <laughs> isn't it bang! jingle bam show <laughs> the uh the projection show on the chinese theater so that'll be exciting hopefully but that will fill the void think about how many people don't need to string that up that's true that will save them <laughs> a lot of time a lot of energy <laughs> to I'm make sure to start the potatoes for the vodka for the light-up drinks. Oh, see, that's the most important part, are the light-up drinks. That is a tradition among our family members. Every year, every time we go to to Disney around Christmas time, we have to get the glow drinks. Have a little so, buzz, get a little seizure. Yeah. Feel good tonight. Oh, I did want to mention, I know I mentioned this two episodes ago. I had an internal battle with myself about whether or not eggnog had real eggs in it. I was under the impression it was raw eggs. They're just beaten eggs. I just want to correct myself and say that eggnog has eggs. It is heated up to a temperature, which would then make it not dangerous to drink. So, Which is what so makes it noggy. That was a little... Heated to nog perfection. Exactly. Yeah, so anyway, haps at Disney. Christmas So that everywhere. was a correction section yeah. then. Well, I, just, I tried to pepper oh, it in, and I wanted, to, I wanted to get it in early because... I didn't Drop. mention it last episode, right. and I felt like I really needed to correct myself because I... Transformation I Correction Central. Transformation Central. <laughs> well, yeah, I did want to correct myself because I sound um, like a crazy person when I am when I, when I I was talking about that. Said they already no, had... Nog's were, already hitting the shelves, man. <laughs> there were man. no eggs in eggnog. Yes, there nog's are right eggs. There. You don't buy warm nog. nog. You know? You, you gotta put... heat it up and then let it chill. It's oh, a whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so... Sorry, Christmas sorry. in Disney is happening. The first showing... Okay, so Christmas has happened. It's exciting. It's bright. It's lit up. All aglow for the Christmas holiday season. And they also started showing this week the, the first showing of the new Cinderella Castle projection show. Ooh. It's called Once Upon a Time, and it's from Tokyo Disneyland. I'm afraid. I, I don't want to watch it. Not that I'm afraid. Can't but spoil I, it. I, yeah, I don't want to spoil it before you. our trip in December. I want to so. be blown away and then have someone be like, why is that boy over there crying? And then it's just like, stop looking at me. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Oh, I'm sure it'll be emotional. Well, it replaces <laughs> Celebrate the Magic, and we all know that one was 
already figured that out if no, you listen to more than one episode of ours. I've turned down my fair share of record deals in my day, Laura, so I'm sorry that you don't have the gift, as we like to call <laughs> the it, gift, the biz. The gift of the angels. My boy's got the gift. What? Oh, who's this? I don't even know why you haven't introduced me. Oh my gosh. Okay, so another another nah, quick, whatever. quick notation in the, nah. haps, in the haps portion of the show is that Marge... Our good friend Marge ah. here at the podcast has, has signed up for Twitter. <laughs> and so you can find her at, at Main Made Marge. That's her Twitter handle. Don't even know what that means. <laughs> Sun goes, you're on this. Go tweet like a bird and I'm out. Ah. <laughs> maybe, she'll, maybe she'll post some interesting things while being working as a maid at the Contemporary. I post about what's <laughs> on my mind all day long. It's kids some quiet some smoke <laughs> okay that's so weird Fine, I'll funny. handle okay. a whiskey and we <laughs> call it a day <laughs> okay so we haven't gotten to this yet but today's episode we you know we're brainstorming a little bit because it's just me and andrew here and we had some heavy hitting halloween themed episodes throughout the month of october <laughs> yeah so this week we thought we'd keep things kind of light much less spooky. Got it oh, in. Oh, I got one. Got it in one more time. You're joking. You're joking. <laughs> I can't believe my ears. So Andrew and All right, I. Now we're done. Okay, so Halloween is over. We're very sad. Excited for Christmas. Although this episode is not going to be Christmas related. No, so because not... it's November. Okay. <laughs> we're going to. We so we got together. We decided we're going to share some stories from our college program experience. So. We're just going to sit down and do some storytelling. Just relive the glory days of our past as cast members and tell you guys some hopefully interesting, fun, maybe scary, creepy, or gross. I don't know. Scary if you work there. Crazy stories uh, as cast members at the happiest place on earth. So, so now we'd like to ask everyone, you know, from wherever chair you're on, find the nearest rug. Gather around in the semicircle. Hold hands. Of course. Sway back and forth one row, but the other row has to sway the other way. Right. And then the other row sways the first way. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Are we, you're are assuming you... we have a lot of listeners. Yeah, it's like a uh, it's like a kindergarten classroom. Like, don't worry about the the layout of the rug. You can sit anywhere. Okay. Sounds good. All yeah. right. So we're gonna gather around and relive the magic. Relive... I would like to throw air quotes around magic you okay. may hear some things not so magical not that uh not gonna lie may all right they may not give you the best floaty magical light feeling but we want to give you an honest experience as what happened to us i will say number one 100 walt disney world college program is the best thing that's ever happened to me ever Ooh, that's it's, quite a claim. It's one of the all right. I will not. You can't use the word best job because it wasn't the best job. The job was very taxing, hot, hard, humid. Yeah. Like seventy-five thousand people is what Epcot's capacity was. So if we had Woo. gates were closed, we only had a hundred ECVs. So there's forty thousand people entering through I've our said side. I've before, but not enough ECVs. Never enough. We don't have. Where are you gonna hold them? 
Gotta we make would it need happen. we would need like the New York City parking garages where you stack them above one another. It's just a little warehouse. We'll tell you all about it in this little episode here, but because um, Laura came to the July Fourth party and watched the space shuttle launch and was there for the hot hamburgers, hot dogs, beans, and soda that Disney provided us for our Fourth oh, of yeah, July barbecue. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Okay, so like Andrew said, these are gonna be fun stories not necessarily okay so yeah definitely one of the best experiences in our lives i said yesterday to my boss if i could go back and do the college program again for nine more months right now and not be like a creepy older dude yeah i would 100 <laughs> percent do yeah. it like why is this guy like so in like love with disney like settle down man yeah like, well we did down. have older people doing the program and so when you are in college anyone who's in college can enroll in the program so there were some instances where adults who were, you know, going back to finish their degree or just getting their degree for the first time were in the college program. But the only condition is that they had to live at either Chatham Square or Vista Way and among, yeah, among all of the college students. So I can imagine not a fun for them a little to be apartment among all those insight, crazy people. Though. A little yeah. apartment insight, though. Um, if you're 21 and under... You're not allowed with a beverage, like an adult beverage in your hand anywhere on property. Right. Yeah. So and if you got caught. You had 24 hours to vacate. Yes. No questions asked. Immediately no, fired. That's it. You're out. 24 hours to leave the property. So it was very they serious. They called it termed. Yeah. Got... So you were terminated. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because Allison did the program before she was, when she was young. I think it was her freshman was year or... of college. She did it. So... She was a youngin. She told me that, you know, if you're going to do it, here's some advice. Maybe do it when you're 21. 21. Not necessarily because our whole lives revolved around drinking. Of course, that was certainly not the case. But because, you not know, you're down there out. among people who, you know. You Ending know, the magic. Yeah, you know? right. You don't want to set yourself up for failure. And I one guess. of the rules was as well, if you are 21 and over and you have adult beverages in your apartment and there's anyone who's 21 and under in your apartment when mm -hmm. security shows, yeah, you're all terminated. Right. It was... Everyone in the apartment, including people who might've even been at work, the entire apartment is terminated. Yeah, definitely. Underage drinking can get pretty crazy. So I just want to circle back to- Sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, so just a good, a very long, but very interesting <laughs> disclaimer just you know we are just joking you know about all the craziness that went on it doesn't by any means mean that we would ever suggest not doing the program had if you have the option to do it definitely do it so much fun best experience of our lives however some crazy and interesting things did happen that you can only hear from people who've worked there in the shoes that we've had which right. are either black or white basic reebok so yeah <laughs> So yeah, take this with a, a light heart and we will, if you are considering doing the program, definitely we wholeheartedly suggest that you do. What are some frequently asked questions about the program there? <laughs> oh, well, you see, Andrew. Some FAQ. Well, it's okay. Okay. So I, rent, I went through my box of stuff and this is uh, basically all scrapbooking scrap stuff that I have hung on to scrapbooking stuff that's still in a box right has i've not scrapbooked once oh i did that one of our trip our disney trip in 2007 but 
Okay, so these were pot potential scrapbooking <laughs> items that never made it quite, never quite made it into a scrapbook. We so. have good intentions. Good yeah. intentions. So this is, I'm holding here a Disney College Program FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions. And I'll just put it out there. Andrew and I did the program in 2006. So 10 years ago, which is scary to even say, and I don't want to admit it. And being a person who was 21 and over, it was a World Cup year, which made it crazy. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. All the international students are super into soccer, football, and I don't blame them. So that was fun. It was. Yeah. It was definitely <laughs> added a little extra pizzazz onto, the, onto our... Term. Yeah. So, okay. So I've got the FAQs here and I just wanted to read a couple of them because I thought it was funny and, and it, it definitely puts the, the whole 10 years ago into perspective because, uh, here's one of the questions. Is this a paid internship? How much does it pay? It's gotta be at least a Seattle minimum, right? <laughs> it's funny. No. Um, is it, it's gotta be half of the Seattle minimum. No, this is 2006. Remember? So yes, this is the answer. Yes, the Disney College program is a paid internship. The starting pay rate is $6.40 an hour with time and a half for any overtime. $6.40. Oh, oh, you fancy, huh? Holy guacamole. Okay, so cast members in the quick service food and beverage role will receive premium pay at an extra $0.50 cents an hour, making the total pay rate $6.90. And I remember at the time, this was minimum wage in Florida at the time, low even low. At, for that time and they oh, took out man, low. seventy dollars a 82 82 80, every paycheck let's just call it 75 because i okay. think it was 82 and you think it was 70 well, so. unfortunately i didn't save a paycheck of mine although i should have and i <laughs> because actually we didn't want to cry <laughs> but yeah so we were paid every paycheck comes on thursday, thursday epcot. epcot yeah so every week we got paid, and I believe every week seventy between seventy and eighty dollars was taken out for rent. Which was a big scandal, and everyone said that there was a class action lawsuit because Coca-Cola was the company that funded Chatham and Vista, and that everyone in Chatham and Vista, the previous college program people, were creating a class action lawsuit to get their seventy and eighty dollars or whatever that they spent weekly that was taken out of their checks back to them in a class action because it wasn't fair because they were donated and they're charging us for a donation oh i see okay yeah i kind of remember that yeah like coca-cola like when we donated. first got there they're like you guys might be rich by doing this program like the old like i had a person who lived with me who did a program previously and came back and did another term oh so he was like this is the big thing and this is what's going on oh and interesting so, kind of rumors and stuff like that but i remember like coca-cola was the company that donated so they donated so they're like why are you charging why are you charging us for rent, us for rent oh interesting it was a donation. Hmm, we'll have to google that and see if anything became of that but but it's probably safe to say that disney's legal team is Top notch. Yeah, you're definitely not going to go up against them. <laughs> yeah. A couple college programmers like, Dad! Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Sorry, next anyway, question. what's the next question? No, that's okay. So, that was a nice little tangent. I didn't know. I forgot about that. Okay, so how many hours per week will I work? Participants are guaranteed a schedule of at least 30 hours per week with a maximum of 45 hours per week during non-peak periods. And that is the part you want to pay attention to non-peak period oh which is the <laughs> entire month of november and december yeah so it says during peak seasons participants could be scheduled for more work hours 
resorts open 24-7, 365. Huh? Andrew told me earlier that he hates that phrase. I just don't, just say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were, I actually, I had an old schedule with me and I. I used to work the. I don't have it here. I used to work the two to 10 or two to one shift. It's not bad. I used to work a two to one. Actually, I would work a four to two sometimes. 3.30 to two, I used to work. Because when we had extra magic hours, it would take us so long to close because of strollers and because of everything else and package pickup and people leaving the park super late yeah, and we yeah. can't close the register because when people come to pick their package up at package pickup, they don't just pick their package up, they get pens and notebooks yeah. and shirts and all this stuff. So we'd have to keep the registers open until like one and then you close the registers and now you need to bring all the money back with security towards your main area where you would go and then count your money and do all that stuff so i remember 2 a.m like 2 30 i'd get home at three o'clock yeah yeah a lot of late nights for sure and i definitely had a lot of my shifts were when you had I worked... real late nights though well yeah just four to two was a lot of them i remember going to a lot of 11 o'clock movies and then like going to walk with you back to your car at oh Wag. yeah 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 yeah, so uh, if you haven't heard us say before where we worked or what we did, I worked at the World of Disney store. Wad. And yeah, The wand, yes. And so here's one of the FAQs that, that fits into how I felt <laughs> when I was assigned my role. If I do not like my offered role, can I change once I get down there? Oh, we're Disney. This is all customer. Of course, everyone wants to be happy. No, the answer oh. is no. Once oh. you accept the role you have been offered, you make a commitment to that position for the duration of your program. If you have questions about the role you've been offered, contact your recruiter prior to accepting that position online. Which is interesting because we weren't told or we weren't made aware of our positions. We knew, basically, they tell you the core role that you you will be There's that like you. Four big ones. Right. So there's merchandising. There is operations. So you'll be operating one of the rides. Quick service, food and beverage. Quick service, food and beverage. Hospitality. Hospitality. Actually, also custodian. Custodial. And there was the fine dining. I think that yeah. was under another name. But so you knew you knew the gist basically. That was the gist of what you were doing. But they didn't tell you exactly where you would be working or what you would be doing until you got down there. They would just tell you quick service or hospitality yeah so this is kind of a nice segue into just telling a little bit telling everyone a little bit about what we did when we were down there it could be so different as well this is 10 years ago right okay so just keep in mind we did this a while ago but however i am pretty confident that not it's a whole lot has changed since then so when and you know what i i also remember you know a lot of it was online so i think for some reason i was able to figure out they had we had the, the very first day of, of work was traditions the traditions class basically that was everyone gathered in a room at i think it was at one of the disney universities and we sat down and we learned about the walt disney company we disney learned about university is behind space mountain we learned about the history uh walt disney's history the history of the parks everything you needed to know kind of like crash course in all things disney so that was our first day of work. Basically, it's a kind of like a, 
a crash, another crash course in the area in which you would be assigned. So Andrew's crash course would was going around Epcot and learning about all the fun facts about the park. And for me, because I worked at the World of Disney, ours was we went through Downtown Disney and we learned. We went through the Adventurers Club, RIP, and Aww. we, you know, learned about the history of Downtown Disney, which was not quite as exciting but and i remember while, while you were learning this what did you have underneath your name tag oh yeah we had the earning my ears red ribbon red ribbon to let everybody know that we were still earning our ears so please don't be mean to us because we're still learning this yet system and it's difficult so very so i for some reason was able to find that my training this crash course in the area in which i'd be working was in downtown disney so i started to get nervous because I remember when you first when you first arrive at Chatham, we had to check in at Vista Way. When we first arrived, we ended up saying our apartments were at Chatham Square. Which we were so happy about because it was newer and we heard that it, they were higher ceilings and yeah, so better there, furnished. So let me just backtrack. There are two buildings, two kind of like dorms. Three. Yeah, now there's a third one, I think. Well, Treehouse was there too because that was international. And there was another international one as well. Okay. And now I think they've expanded, but we... At the time, only had the choice between Vista Way and Chatham Square. Yeah, so just getting back to the the discovery that I made that I'd be learning about downtown Disney, I remember that before we started the program officially, before we had our passes to enter the parks, we were just kind of hanging out at downtown Disney. And I remember walking into the World of Disney store and saying to myself, anywhere but here. I would like to work anywhere but the World of Disney. It, could, it seems like the most nightmarish store to work okay so i i said to myself never would i want to work at the world of disney and i swear it was just like the universe saying to me you have to get through this toughen up you're working at the world of disney and so lo and behold i was assigned to work at the world of disney i remember emailing my recruiter who did absolutely nothing i don't even think he emailed me back when i said to him that i have Severe anxiety about working at this ginormous retail store. It seems like it'd be overwhelming. And I'm actually, he, he might have said, tough. You get what you get, kid. There's no changing. So I This was, is the college program, and you're a grown-up. Take it or leave it. That's it. Yes, so I worked at the That's world. my motto. Yeah, yeah. You freaking kid. God. <laughs> yeah, so I was a merchandise. I started as a cashier, worked my way to... Stock. Thank God. Stalker, which was amazing because Cashier's I had the less. Worst. Cashier was just an endless line of people. Forever. And people, if you haven't noticed, if you've never worked in customer service, people are not very nice. And especially Even when they're. Even in the on, happiest place on earth. Well, especially not at the World of Disney because they're, at that point, they're leaving. There's their last day. It seems like a lot of people went to the World of Disney to get everything that they had wanted to buy right at the parks but they how come we don't have epcot stuff exactly so we got a lot of got a lot of flack for that for not having i want the kilimanjaro safari t-shirt how come we don't have that yeah we got a lot of flack for people who were looking for park specific stuff in our store so it was a difficult role not certainly not for everybody but you do get used to it you toughen up you get used to it you make it work i was a merchant a cashier then i was a stalker and then i was lucky enough to be chosen to work the register at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. They had just opened it when we were down there, and so it was new and exciting. 
And the most beautiful cop like costume ever. Yeah. So beautiful. It was really cool. Yeah. So let's check out our costumings episode and we, where we talk more about the the Disney Satin. look. Yeah, that that getup that I had to wear. <laughs> Better than the jelly beans. Where you'd sweat like a beast in it. But anyway, so yeah, I worked at the the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, and then yeah, that was uh. That was my whole what, experience. It if you was... think about it this way, though, this is just from my point of view. Laura went from cashier to like, I'm so much better than this, <laughs> to a higher role to another higher role. So like, even in the college program, she went up like three roles. Like, yeah, I don't know if that was just my luck or because maybe I never said I a had word. a good work ethic for <laughs> sure. I, in fact, when I was a stalker, I would be busting my but trying to get all of those t-shirts, you know, especially the celebration t-shirts, which were in the rotunda part of the room, kind of like mm. the atrium. We also called it the Great Hall. But basically that center part of the world of Disney where they have that... With the skylight and the TV? The TV. I don't know if the TV's still there, but they definitely have that big, beautiful Cinderella castle in the center. Anyway, mm -hmm. that's where they would have all the celebration-specific t-shirts, and you try to line up all the Mickey eyes, you know, and fold everything perfectly. But... So I was able to keep to myself a little bit more. I'm much more of an introvert, so that's why I felt like that role was a little better suited for me. And then I was lucky enough to work as a go-backs girl. So I was the person who would go through the store, I'd push a cart. I don't know how I even did it, especially on the days where how it was so crowded. How do you push a cart? Go through the store, push a little cart through the store, pick up everything that was not where it needed to be, move it to the move it backstage, sort it in bins, and bring it back out and put it back. So that was kind of fun, but. That means that you needed to know every piece of merchandise that was in every single room. Yeah, and you learn. You learn for sure because it's, you know, it's a beast. Yeah, but, but... it was nine, nine months. So, like, let's just say that was six-month period, right? Would be mm -hmm. go-backs? Yeah. Man, that's like... Crazy. Six months of being there and, yeah, I guess you're there every day. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to note that Andrew and I did the extended program. So, we were originally going to do the fall program and that's... I, September I think it's yeah September through just through early January, January and we decided to extend it and work throughout the summer so we worked May through January so and I originally my yeah let's hear about Andrew Andrew tell us all about your role my original handle I would say or grouping was quick service food and beverage and it was said that I was going to be a magic kingdom and the first thing I thought was turkey legs. Yeah. Oh, if I have to cook turkey legs, I'm going to be so hot and it's going to be hot in the hot. Wait, I think, I want to just say, I don't think that that's right. I think. I knew quick service. You knew quick service, but you didn't know the location because you were able to talk to my, I I got some people in the know. Yeah. Andrew had some connections at Epcot. Anyway, yeah, I had a, a distant cousin who worked at Epcot that I had no idea worked at Epcot until my family told me that he did. And then I told my mom, I was like, oh, no, I got quick service. You know, I'm very happy because I could have been completely rejected from the program right. altogether. Yeah. So, so grateful and happy that I was actually like allowed into the program and that I earned my way in. Which, by the way, for my interview for the Disney College program, I went to the Disney store 
at our college and went and bought a Mickey Mouse tie that oh, didn't did. look like a Mickey Mouse tie because it was all dots, but it had all hidden Mickeys all Ooh, over it. Subtle. And then I even like said that to the recruiter, like, would a person who didn't want to work in the college program go and buy a Disney tie that he's going to have to own for the rest of his life and wear with a smile? And I <laughs> I'm sure of... you said it with a little bit more humility. Yeah. You and I, I remember, as Andrew and I had a joint interview, which oh, was Oh, that really was weird. so crazy. Yeah, they're like, you guys want to interview together? And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and I swear, I, I said this before, but I will stick to this theory, was that we were so enthusiastic, and that's why we were given... The not so beautiful They're like, they'll do roles. anything. Yeah, they were like, these kids are so happy. They'll so do uh, your sewage and your uh, well, trash sorting. I always sorting. say that uh, the <laughs> custodial would probably be a fun job. Oh, man, it's got to be. Because you get to walk around the park all day. Yeah, it's dirty. It's certainly a, a hard job, and I give those people a lot of credit. But it would be fun to, like, it's, walk around the park all day. It's directions all day. Yeah. It's very, yeah. It would be very nice, I think. Although... Bathrooms probably wouldn't be nice. Bathrooms would not be nice. A lot of people. Probably wouldn't be nice. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, Andrew, you yeah, were so assigned quick service. I was service. assigned quick service food and beverage, and I instantly thought turkey legs, broiler, hot oven, 100 degree days in Florida in the summer, and no thank you. Call my long distant cousin. He told me you'll have your college program will be at Epcot and it'll be retail. And I was like very, very happy. Yeah, you're... Very happy. And... I was placed in Future World North in Epcot, which is basically the from where the bottom of the ball is into the front gate, actually past the front gate into almost the parking lot. Mm -hmm. So I worked gift stop, strollers, package pickup, camera center. I worked everything that you could work from the ball to the front gate. Leave, leave a legacy as well. Was my Andrew other has his. This is this description. I feel like the ball to the front gate is what you tell the layman people. You know, people who are not Disney this is fanatics. True. You know, you worked right under Spaceship Earth. I know it was the most all, amazing job it's all ever. It's glory. And then yeah. the better thing was I became friends with two of my two managers that I worked with. They knew how hard I worked, how much I loved Disney, and they could tell that I was obviously like set myself apart from all the other cast members for how much I smiled and how much I loved everything that I was doing. So I said to them, I was like, I want to do Segway. I want to do Segway Glow. How come we don't have Segway Glow? And finagled my way into actually getting Segway Glow training. Yeah. Which was really awesome. Cool. And it was on July 27th. Ooh, so here's our first fun story, uh, or interesting story, I guess you could call it. This is... So I was there for two months. Yeah. Well, good for you. Three total months, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So, yeah, let's just get started with the story. So that was a little bit of a description of what we did. Now we're going to just Tell some stories, some fun stories. Shoot off some crazy, fun, and exciting stories from while we were at the program. So Andrew can kick it off with this segue story because we found an old gem. So... I have here in my hands an email from the coordinator of training specifically for segways and the subject reads July 2006 segway class and in big and now in the body in the big red bold text it states we have moved again please read new directions below which means that this is probably the fourth email that I received regarding where we were going to do this because well, I had no idea. It's sent to about a billion people 
Yes. So it's not just you. Looks like everybody. So maybe everybody was a little confused. And it says, July 27th is when the class will be. The class is held from noon to 6. It's going to be conducted in the Wonders of Life Pavilion in Future World East. So I work Future World North. So not my territory. No. But I'll go there. I'll go there. Cast members are not to come in costume. The Segway capacity is limited to persons under 250 pounds in order to meet the product design specifications. So smaller people only apparently were allowed for this Segway training. If you were a larger person, I'm sorry, you wouldn't be able to join. I feel like, yeah, 2006 was like a, a big time for Segways in the parks and maybe that's why they just started doing this low Segway program. I don't know if it was new, but I just remember noticing like, oh wow, Segways were all of a sudden a thing in Disney and managers were riding them everywhere and they were zipping around Epcot and then they had this Segway Glow program that Andrew was so lucky to be a part of. Very lucky. And to piggyback what you were saying, I remember Innoventions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like always a line of me being like, what's going on in there? Would they have people and ride And then they segways? had people ride Segways from one side of the building back to the other. And they had oh. a line from the other side and someone would ride the Segway back to that side and then get off it. Oh, interesting. So you rode the Segway for probably like 15 yards. Yeah. And then you would get off it and another person would oh, get on it. Oh, interesting. So Wait, was, I... And then the Segway tours with all the helmets. Remember? Yeah, yeah. They, I'm sure they still do that. Right. Uh, oh, this is funny. This line. Oh, <laughs> The next paragraph is, if I was enrolled in this and I had to do this, I don't think I'd be able to, know, especially at 6.40 an hour. You, and this is in bold, will not, and now not in bold, need to bring a segue with you to class. Yeah. <laughs> we will provide the segues. Yeah. Don't you worry about it. We got them. But yeah, and then we had to do this whole segue training. You had to take the segue upstairs, downstairs. And Wait, then, upstairs? Yeah, you had to get off of it. Oh. And then... I'm like, they can't the, go upstairs. Do the little lever and, like, have it roll over the top oh, of the stair, okay, okay. roll over the next top of that stair. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. Yeah, so Andrew worked Segway Glow, and so he was still hanging out in Future World North, like we said, under Spaceship Earth, but he was selling Glow merchandise, which was so exciting, and we have some fun pictures of him I know, I'd have to be that. decked out in it. I had to wear yeah. everything that I was selling. So, string yeah. things were a big thing. Yeah. I hung out at the buses a lot. You go all the way down there? Yeah. Everywhere where I didn't people think you were, were allowed to leave the park. Yeah. I can go oh, anywhere I wanted to. I wasn't allowed to go past the ball, but I would still go and watch Illumination on certain days because it was so beautiful you went how out of you, your zone i did how do you not watch illumination yeah okay so yeah it's safe to say that andrew had the best job ever and i'm a little jealous <laughs> but i would like to say that the wand was still on top of epcot yeah so i had was. to look at that all day yes and you had some crazy so andrew tell us about your experience with the the strollers just briefly uh touch on that fun experience working these strollers and ECV section of Epcot. If you were a college program member, you work strollers. So what does that what does that tell you? Dirty work. Oh, it's dirty work. Yep. Dirty work. None of the lifers wanted to do any of it. Of course not. Are you kidding me? Camera center, gift stop, air conditioned units. Yeah. Strollers, sun beating on you. So real quick about strollers was that you had to get there an hour and a half before park opening. The reason for that was 
strollers would come in at night and then you would push them down into the corral. So the early morning crew would have to go and start to clean the strollers out with a mask on and bleach. Whoa. <laughs> bleach. Bleach. Like bleach, bleach. And a like, mask. It's crazy. Yeah. So you don't they pass like, out. They were uh, biohazard stuff. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It was like breaking bad suits to wipe these strollers out because you might have... <laughs> Poop that was smeared all what? over. What? No. Diapers, poop. It looked like looked like someone was finger painting with feces. <laughs> it was like, oh, no. Johnny made okay, a that, mural. That must be like a one-off situation. So, really? no, not a one-off. Like yeah, a like one, one a day. One a day. Okay. <laughs> Which for nine months is so many people poop are murals. gross. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I remember seeing somebody change a diaper in the middle of the world of disney store get at no so i sympathize no with way. parents and sometimes you can't always find a good spot to change your baby but when you're dealing with poop it's really more of a health hazard man don't not... do it and a smell and like a oh safety hazard right so anyway poop. i digress andrew go ahead so you had the the wonderful job of of cleaning the bleaching strollers, strollers, bleaching strollers, which was amazing how the purple, when I was there, they were purple, like a deep purple. Mm -hmm. It was crazy how that color didn't just be turned, didn't turn white because of how much bleach oh we gosh. used on yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was unbelievable. Strollers was tough because it was always so hot and the way the sun rose and set, it would go over the ball and then set on the other side of the parking lot. So no matter what, you were in the sun until illumination, mm -hmm. period. It was just tough. Legal leave a legacy. You had some shade. Yeah. You could hang out, but strollers, man, you would get blasted all day. You know what? You're talking about strollers and ECVs working Ooh. over there. It reminds me of the fun time that and me, our friend Brian and Andrew had <laughs> at the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. My roommate Brian, who I roomed with yeah. in Walt Disney World on the college program, and then. Because of our friendship, I was actually in his wedding, so. Yeah, we love Brian. Hi, Brian, if you're listening. Hey. Well, so we, that day, set off on a journey around Epcot. Oh, did we? Andrew rented an ECV. Um, I worked there. Yeah, so he was he was gifted an ECV. I still had to sign to the waiver. To around the park. Hopefully nobody needed that. I know we just talked about the shortage. So it was the first day of food and wine, which means that, yeah, it might have been busy. No, I think it was, we maybe waited a little bit, I think. The but first week of Food and Wine? Maybe, yeah. Okay. I'll do it. I'll take so that. So we'll do a one-week anniversary of the opening of Food and Wine is when we went, which means that all the crowds would have been day one and two, which means, nope, no one needed that ECB. We're fine. Right. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. So scooting around. I How was so, dare I? Yeah. No, I was so <laughs> embarrassed because I'm like, you don't need it. Why are you scooting around? And you just thought, well, it was, to be honest, I don't think it was crowded. It was like during the week on just like an off kind of day. I remember I had to work. You did, in the you afternoon. had to go back at like four. But the best story about that day is that Brian, our friend, got pooped on. He got pooped on by a pigeon or a bird. No, it was a duck. He got pooped okay, on. Okay, he got by pooped a duck. on by a duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we made a song and about it. Yeah, he got so poor Brian gets pooped on, but he was privy enough to know that if you that if you go into a Disney store, in one of the stores, and tell a cast member your unfortunate circumstance, and it was a lot of poop, and he couldn't have just washed it off. I feel like it was... It was it from, was, like, shoulder to navel. 
yeah. like a line. It was a, a drip of poop. Anyway, and we're talking about poop again. Right. Anyway. <laughs> then, if you let the cast members know of your unfortunate circumstance, they will give you a free shirt. So he actually worked out pretty well because Brian got a, a free shirt out of it. On like yeah. week one of Year of a Million Dreams, which we're all like, we love that shirt. And I remember he got one and I was so jealous. He got one yeah. for free. I was like, why don't I get pooped on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so fun. But, okay, so... That was where I got a little bit intoxicated when you left. And a little bit. Bought a lot intoxicated when you left and bought that Moroccan rug that we used as our landing in our first apartment. I know. I was like, why did you buy this? You spent so much money. It's like a runner. Why yeah. would you buy it? I was like, it's so beautiful. It's <laughs> hand woven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I did not have any super crazy experiences. Like I said, the wad, pretty low key. I was mostly, when I worked at the boutique, I was either at the register or... I was in the back steaming costumes. Register was like hard a, because you would, what, what was it, two-hour shifts and then you get a break? Well, it wasn't... So it'd just be a line. No, well, the boutique was different. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did work... The when, register, you were, when you were living the good life in when the I was, I was, I was. <laughs> the hardest part about working the register at the boutique was telling parents who got the castle package, which at the time was about one ninety nine, telling them their final price. I always felt... Uh, my heart always hurt a little bit telling them that they had to pay so much money, but then the kids were always so happy. So it was like, I don't know. It was really cool. So I for you, it. you had the castle package. For me, I had, yes, it's $18 for a double stroller per day. You're here for six days. That's all right. It's 120 bucks. Yeah. That's expensive. Oh, but if so you're bad. flying down, what's your, with your, well, you could bring your own, but that's so a So your hassle. flight equals your stroller? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so a, a, just a quick story. I'm going to tell you guys about overnight stocking at Ooh. the wad. Get excited. Get, get excited. Say what? <laughs> well, because we, we just talked about earlier that Disney becomes Christmas almost overnight. So they transition from Halloween to Christmas almost instantly. And so while Magically. At, yeah. So the fairies that do that are the people that work overnight and set everything up for you. So working at the wad, we had an overnight crew assembled for setting up new Christmas displays. And actually there's, what was really crazy about it is there's a team of three people, I think it was three, maybe four, who were responsible for all of the elaborate window displays and the floor displays and all the layouts for the stores in downtown Disney. So they were located in a top secret office and it was just really, I just remember being really small and there was like full of mannequins and glitter and like all this fun stuff. I remember thinking it was like the coolest job ever. They were basically visual merchandisers. Was it like a tiny little closet? Pretty much was or their was office. was it like a big area it like a where it's like, oh, let me grab this mannequin. It was an attic on top of a unnamed location. Anyway, but, but yeah, so I was lucky enough to work with one of the women on the team and uh, it was just really cool experience. We stayed overnight at the WAD. I got to set up this, the, Mickey and Minnie gingerbread display. And I actually have a picture of me with we it, do. which I'll post on Twitter because it's super cool. And I think I did a good job, so I'm just going to post it. But anyway, you know, little jobs like that you don't think, you don't really think about. You know, people who are responsible for designing those window displays and, the, you know, like I said, the layouts of the stores. It's really, you know, what a fun job. I like job. that you said fairies because that's what they, they used are. to say. Yeah. I know. It's so great, though. 
You guys, you work with one little closet and you make all this magic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was, I mean, they had a very small space, but their office was in the tiniest space I've ever seen. But they made it work and they made it magical. So so while we're talking about the world of Disney, one more thing I wanted to mention was the, the backstage area of world of Disney, just in case you guys are dying to know about it. <laughs> that it so small. There are three, it, it was. Okay, so there were three main stock areas in the world of Disney. The first was called Cinderella's Closet, and it was literally right backstage. So as soon as you went backstage, there were shelves of crazy merchandise. Uh, for example, luggage, bobbleheads, that was big at the time, the snow globes, frames, the um, just the big stuff, you know, bigger things that we could get out to the floor qu quickly. Because, you know, if someone was in line and they wanted to buy a snow globe but it didn't have a box, we would have somebody come out from Cinderella's closet and bring us the box item. What do you so, mean if someone wanted to buy a snow globe? Oh, well, when somebody was buying a snow globe. When yeah. someone was buying all the snow globes right, for their I know. snow globe collection. I know. We got some is... crazy purchasers there for sure. People buying all of the things, some crazy bills. So there was Cinderella's closet. The next was Belle's basement. Get out of here. Yeah, but actually the funny part about it is it was called Belle's basement, but it was on the second floor of the building. <laughs> and it was where they had all the clothes. So to get there, you had to walk from like the break room area, which was directly above Cinderella's closet. You had to walk across a walkway bridge above the store. So if you ever notice those kind of the... Like rafters. The figures yeah, yeah. hanging from the ceiling. And they have Aladdin and Jasmine and they have like little airships. It kind of looks like airships that are just suspended above the ceiling. The walkway up there was what would connect you to Belle's basement. And like I said, that's where all the clothes were. And that was a pretty were, crazy space because it was small and they just had so much inventory up there. Were those up there to hide you guys from walking around? I mean, you can kind of notice it if you look... If you look closely, but I don't think anyone really was looking up. Because no one looks thinking. up in a store. Yeah. You're kind of looking at the merchandise. Yeah, true. The third part, the third stock room was Ariel's Attic. And this was on the second floor as well. It was actually above Cinderella's closet between... ABC. Right on the... Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was right above Cinderella's closet before you cross that bridge into over to Belle's basement. Ariel's attic had all of the crazy stuff like toys and dolls and plush and just this is just where everything was. It was this endless row of shelving. Everything was so meticulously placed, but it was also so overwhelming at the same time. So kind of crazy because that store is so big and you don't think about the backstage area. And then to have experienced it, it being so small, you know, you're thinking like, oh my gosh, I have all this inventory. The backstage area is very tiny and yeah. you have to know what you're doing back there. Yeah. The one thing that makes me laugh or I just like think about is the fact that it's like, okay, obviously we know that Disney engineering is constructing this building, right? Yeah. Imagine hiring like an outside contractor and be like, all right, so we need this like 70 plus thousand square foot yeah. retail store, but we need Ariel's attic. Bell's Basement and Cinderella's Closet. Yeah. It's like, all right, so Bell's Basement, here's our idea. What we're going to do is, like, we're going to put it under the store. It's like, no, 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 we don't want that. We want that on the second. On the Can second we put floor, that one on yeah. The second floor? Actually, that one's right above <laughs> what we used to call 
the magic room. Ooh, so I'm not sure where the, the magic rooms. happened? So each room had a specific name, and the store is so huge. If you've ever been there, you'll know. It's ginormous. But each room had a specific name and then sold a specific type of inventory. Now they've since renovated it and moved things around. But when I was working there at the time, it was the magic room, which had all the houseware and the towels and things like that. That's directly under Belle's basement. So just think if you come in the main entrance, the entrance in the front, you walk straight all the way back to the room in the back and make a left that was uh, right where Belle's basement uh, would be above you. And then they had just all these crazy names for the rooms. Uh, the princess room, of course, that's still there. It's where the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique used to be. And that's all where you can get all things looks princess. Looks bigger now, though. Like, more open than it used to. I don't know why. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I think that they definitely made some good changes. Much needed changes. But you still get lost in there. And I still feel bad for those cast members. So you had a lot of different kind of hats that you wore in World of Disney. What would, like, if you were to walk in and someone would say, like, hey, you're doing this today, would you be like, yes. Yes. Like, stop. yeah, like... Doc. Oh my gosh, I had the best manager. Her name was Diana, and she knew me so well. She must have been like, this girl is so quiet, and she will die if she has to be on a register of endless customers every day. So maybe that's why she adopted me to be <laughs> in her in her little group of stalkers, because probably either stock or go-backs. You know, with stock, you, you were assigned a room, and I don't know, for example, stocking the plush room would be kind of a fun thing to do but I probably my best my most favorite thing to do was the go backs because I I knew where everything was I could zip in zip out a lot of time was spent backstage so that's what I liked but anyway yeah how about you Andrew what was your favorite thing to do Segway Glow Segway Glow awesome. well let's take that off the table because that's like a specialty okay type of deal where if I didn't annoy my manager for like two months straight I probably would have never had the had that opportunity okay so i would say ah you're probably gonna say like really why but package pickup was always fun one of the managers that i really liked her name was amy she's like an awesome awesome manager amy's the best amy i know still to this day i talk yeah. to amy and amy's awesome but yeah so i had like a really cool manager she was the one who fronted me to get the segway glow training and stuff like that that's and cool yeah. She used to ask me, like, what do you want to do today? So it would either be Glow underneath Spaceship Earth, which was she weird. She ask you. Yeah, like, Woo, what, what do you want to do? I know. Um, so she would be like, hey, so what do you want to do? Like, I guess if you get to know managers and they know that you really care as much as you do and all you want to do is do a good job and, yeah. quote, put on a good show and have fun with kids and dance and stuff like that, that... They don't care what you do as long Dance, as you're happy. Dance, you are dancing. Yeah, Segway Glow. You got string things. Oh, you're man. hanging out with kids. You're doing demonstrations. You're, you know, strollers was harder, uh, a lot harder. No one wants to do strollers. Let's be honest. No, no, no one, no one wanted to yeah, do. But package pickup. Package pickup was really cool. Yeah. You know why? Because I'd be like, oh, gotta go on our package pickup run, and it oh, was every yeah, yeah. hour that you get to leave where you're actually working oh, and go walk nice. around all of Ep like. Yeah. From the World Fountain mm -hmm. back. So, like, all over by Test Track, all over yeah. Mouse Gear. Like, oh, man, you get to walk, Mouse Gear. Like, and then you go to Nemo and Friends, and then, like, you get to go everywhere and get everyone's package pickup. Yeah. You go behind stage, and I remember you used to have to, like, almost run and cross stage from Coca-Cola 
over to Mouse Gear to get in with your cart. Because that mm -hmm. was the only time you could be seen was from Coca-Cola to Mouse Gear with your cart. Because they mm. didn't want to ruin the magic for people with oh, package pickup. Yeah. So they're like, be quick and go. Yeah, and, yeah. But yeah, I would say package pickup because you got to like do this, do that, get in, get out. But I do have to tell you really quick the craziest story that happened to me at package pickup. Yeah. Let's Number one, it. you don't need to enter the park. You can go to Epcot and go to, it's called Gift Stop. Yeah. And right, it's right on the right there. Yeah, and go right by, like, while you're walking to the buses or walking into Epcot from the buses. Uh-huh. It's right there on your right. And you don't need a park entrance because it's the doors open to outside the park. So I had a group of, I'd say probably it was like a family gathering or reunion. Uh-huh. Probably like 15 to 25 people. And this one elderly lady she was probably the grandma of the group i wouldn't say that maybe the great grandma there were a yeah. lot of little ones running around yeah so she's like whatever you guys want it's on me and i remember the kids going are you serious grandma and she's like yeah like whatever you guys want and i rang in like 150 pencils like this is what? like an outdoor gift store like it doesn't they have a lot of stuff store. they bought everything all the t-shirts we had in every this size. All the sweatshirts we had in this size. Everything that you could possibly manage. I remember it was like right underneath $3,000. And I remember being like, oh my god, like, this is crazy. And I remember being like, wow, you're so generous. And the woman goes, are you kidding me? I'm declaring bankruptcy when I get home. <laughs> Maybe it was a joke. I don't know. <laughs> to this day, I don't know, and I still think about it. Uh, she was she or wasn't she? <laughs> she probably did. Did she or didn't she? Disney's expensive. I don't. I mean, you know, I don't blame her. I know, but, but then still, she didn't have like, to buy a thousand pencils. Three thousand dollars worth of stuff. But that was to me that was the craziest thing that oh happened gosh. to me. Like in my whole program yeah. was that. Oh my gosh, yeah, so... What about you? What about you? Any crazy, crazy stuff? Not really, no. But I, I will say, though, one thing that we used to love to do is because cast member night at... So we used to go to Jelly Rolls a lot on the boardwalk. Oh, man. Cast member night was Tuesday night, so cast members didn't have to pay the cover. They got in free, so that was always fun. And so we would go every Tuesday. And one of my favorite... <laughs> stories about jelly rolls is one of our friends was meeting us there we won't say after who. a shift meeting us there at jelly rolls so we're all meeting at boardwalk and we pulled in and parked and we were waiting for our friend coming around the corner parking at boardwalk and pulls into a parking spot and just mows, mows down, down a tree i shouldn't say a tree because it would have mowed down the car <laughs> A sapling. Yeah, it was a small, maybe freshly planted I would tree. say one and a half to two inch diameter yeah. base of the tree. Mm -hmm. Which was then, once you hit the bricks and your car launches into midway of the tree. Yeah. And then your car lands on said tree. And then you can't back your car up yeah. because the tree <laughs> is underneath your car. Yeah. It was pretty crazy, but I remember security coming around and saying to him, you know, just being concerned, you know, are you okay? Ever... Were you drinking? Are you and drinking? He's, he's like, no, no, not no. yet. No, he's like, I haven't even, I'm not even drunk yet. No, Which to me yeah. was the funniest thing because it's like, I'm implying I'm going to get drunk and drive this car home, no, no. which would never happen. But, you know, like, no, just yeah. not even drunk yet, like yeah, joking yeah, around yeah. like when you're in that moment. But Kind of funny. Yeah. So that was a good memory. 
Also, cast connection and property control. Do you remember those two places? Oh, property control. Yeah. You want a Tinkerbell without wings? You go to property control. Yeah, so there are two places. <laughs> you want a snow globe without snow? You go to property yeah. control. So this used to be located behind Magic Kingdom. I've read since since our program, they've moved it to, I think, closer to the dog kennel by Magic Kingdom. Needs to be a larger location, I bet. Yeah, so this is where cast members can go and buy discounted merch, which is super exciting. Uh, cast, con cast Connection, when we, in 2006, when we were on the program, was a big warehouse. I believe it's still that today. I think now they've combined the two. But Cast Connection was a standalone was a warehouse. double wide, too, wasn't it? Well, or that something? was property control. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, so, sorry. Uh, so back in 2006, there was this place called Cast Connection. It's like a big warehouse. And you could go and buy all of the merchandise that didn't quite sell in the parks, but you could get like a really good discount on it. So it was kind of crazy going there. You could see like, okay, well, it's not like the 2002 t-shirts, like, you know, like old yeah, stuff. Yeah, like... stuff that just didn't quite sell. Uh, it's kind of crazy though. I think now they can buy, I mean, people, you can find some really, really good deals there. It was just it never seemed in my experience, it never really seemed like anything too crazy. But remember they would sell like random office chairs. Yeah, they and, would like, sell like mattresses. Just, like, Actually, I think I read online, I was just Googling it earlier, that you can buy groceries there now too, like bread and deli meat. It's kind of weird. But basically it's for cast members to go and get stuff at super discounts. Uh, you can find some good gems there for sure. But the property control is what you were talking about. It's like a trailer. I think now it's... Has to be. Has to be better than what it was. It can't get worse yeah, than what it was. Yeah, now I think it's a little better, but it used to be a trailer, and you would go in, and you could buy damaged goods. So you could buy damaged merchandise that they could not sell. It was labeled to, you know, not be good enough to be sold to guests, and so you could buy it at a super discount. So this was even more discounted than Cast Connection, but the reason it was discounted so much is because a lot of things were broken. Everything was broken. Nothing yeah, worked. Yeah, so you could get, like, a snow globe with Tinkerbell, and, but she would have no wings. Or like she'd have one arm. Something was broken. <laughs> a lot of Mickey and Minnie noses broken off. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. A lot, a lot of, of broken noses. noses were like, yeah. you can just Sharpie it. You can yeah, just Sharpie yeah. it. No one will even know. Yeah, but they also sold, remember they sold sunglasses? Oh, that's right. Yeah, and like cell phone chargers and stuff all, left all in the, the room. All the cords that were left in hotel yeah. rooms. Like, so it was so funny because I always thought. The ghost of Disney Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that it was funny because all of the cast, they would like encourage the money that the employees made to go right back right into back. the system. Right back into it. But, oh, this, oh, but wait, no, this let me golf just... shirt has a pull in it. It used to be $108. For you, it's 28 You yeah, know, like, what a good deal. Deals. Yeah, it's so funny because I have, I remember buying a, I remember specifically buying a sweatshirt from Property Control. And I remember Andrew was there with me when I was shopping around and I, I said to him, I was like, oh my gosh, this sweatshirt's perfect. It was like a children's XXL or whatever, and it fit me. But it like looked really good. It had the 2006 logo with all the characters yeah, in it, it like great. in the numbers. Yeah, you know? and it was so cheap. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's nothing wrong with this. And then I flipped flipped it over. And, put the and hood I saw, up. yeah, under the hood was like a, a paint stain. Like, it was a, like a neon. Yeah, like it a was tie dye like a, neon. Right, it was like a blue and green and yellow paint stain. And I was like, oh. Maybe they were like painting something. Like I couldn't, I couldn't. Something had to have fallen on it. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe it was just like a whatever. It's a paint stain, no big deal. So I bought it, 
And then I, I swear, like months later, I finally made the connection that it wasn't a paint stain. It was the the ink, the ink tag <laughs> on the back of the. So now it looks like I stole the sweatshirt. It looks like you stole the sweatshirt from Disney and, World. Yeah, because the, definitely those paint. So those paint things actually work. I don't know if you guys thought that they did. Yeah, because if you got to pry them but, off, then. And then we started joking around saying we should just start prying all the ink things off of things that we want to buy at cash well, at I property think control. Well, I think that people did that on purpose was like to damage stuff out, damage it out. Basically, you have to write, fill out a little form saying this is damaged, tape it to the thing. And then someone gets it. Right. And then we go to property control. And I feel like people would damage over very minor things that maybe could have been sold. But with the intention of going to property control and buying it, I don't know. It seems pretty crazy so to me, for you your stolen hooded sweatshirt. sweatshirt for me 2006 was a big time i'm a golfer so 2006 was a big time for those collarless golf shirts Ooh, oh yeah those the little weird. moss turtleneck <laughs> ones got bought a couple of those because they were so cheap at cast connection like disney palm disney magnolia yeah. and i still have them to this day because they're such high quality shirts Oh my from gosh. like the best companies and like yeah, the golf yeah. game so it does pay off for sure and it does but i still haven't worn them since 2006 but i still have them i still haven't even donated them yet but six dollars and 40 cents an hour i'm just gonna go back six forty an hour cheap, with 75 cheap labor 75 dollars estimated out of your paycheck a week yes which is crazy. if you think about it though what is that three hundred dollars for rent yeah, I know they were nice. Okay, the apartments were very beautiful. Gorgeous. I lived. Chatham with, was beautiful. I lived with seven other roommates though, so I was in an apartment that had one, two, three, four rooms, two girls per room, and yeah, so it was a little challenging. Everyone had different work schedules or whatever, but I'll have to say some of the the coolest and nicest people are people who join the college program. I don't know. They're very, a lot of Everyone's them are- Everyone's in it for the same reason. Yeah, some of them are eccentric, for sure. Andrew had some eccentric roommates, for Ooh. sure. But... I had a guy bring a purple saxophone with him on the, <laughs> on the program, so just throwing that one out there. Yeah, so- Like Slick Willie. It was, yeah. <laughs> but it was a, a really cool, like, kind of collection of- individuals that i think were i don't know yeah everyone was cool everyone was there for the same reason hey we love disney we know that this is probably going to be look amazing on our resume exactly so yeah. let's have some fun yeah you know like and then there were the people though that were this is disney this is for my resume don't talk to me yeah people were very serious for about my it resume yeah only. but i will say i do have a roundup question oh you do let's hear it wait let's uh let's cue the music So welcome to Andy's Roundup. So it's a little somber one here with just two people, and I know Allison would love to answer, but all right, Laura. So you're a Disney College programmer. Yeah. You just got the letter. Yeah. You're going. You went. Woo! You got in. You got it. You went to traditions. You did everything you needed to do. Yeah. 
Your dream job you just got is at where doing what? Ooh. Oh man, you know what? I've always wanted, okay, so my original dream job at Walt Disney World would be, was always the Emporium or the Confectionery on Main Street. However, Andrew had a roommate who worked there. Very busy, as you can imagine. Very hectic. Might not align very well with my personality, so I'm going oh, yeah, to have to say... Oh, yeah, because World of yes. Disney was so No, tame. it wasn't. I know I'm saying I don't <laughs> want to do that again. So I think that my dream job might be... You know what? I, I've thought about operations, although I wonder it might be hard to tell people... That they can't go on the ride. Yeah, stuff like that. I feel like I don't... I don't know if Sorry, I'm cut out for girl, that. Sorry, little girl, you're not tall enough. Dream job, I'm saying it right now. At a dance party, one of the characters at the dance party. No way. Yeah, so I would love to be a character. I remember they had... Even Mrs. Incredible? A, no big deal. Really? Yeah, I would do it. Yeah. Get out. I think... You're not tall enough, kid. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I by the say... way, each character has a height requirement. Yes. So yeah. you have to be that I remember, tall. remember we were going to... Andrew and I were going to audition... And I was 5'10", so I could be Brother Bear, face character Mad Hatter, or that was about it. No, there were definitely other ones you could do as 5'10". No, there was like five total. Yeah, so I think either a character at the dance party or maybe just something low-key. Maybe working at, hmm, maybe one of the What's stores the lowest? in Frontierland or... The Christmas, yo, Christmas shop in Magic Kingdom. I would like to be in Magic Kingdom working at, I guess, maybe just narrow it down. A low-key store or a character would be fun. Yeah. What about you? Dream job. Let's Man, do it. tough. Even though know. you already had a dream job. I know. I was but so Allison, Allison had the Allison greatest job. Allison had the job. greatest job, too. Yeah, she worked at on Sweet Sunset. Spells. Yeah, on Sunset Boulevard. She worked at Villains in Vogue, Sweet Spells. There was a poo store at the time. She worked there. She All the way to, to the cul-de-sac, remember? Yeah. I'm trying to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Allison had a great job. Andrew, what would you do? Man, it's tough because I love Everest. Yeah. And I love Magic Kingdom. I love everything Magic Kingdom, though. Like, if I were to be quick service in Magic Kingdom, I wouldn't mind doing Dole Whips really? all day. Like, that would yeah. be okay. Dole Whips would be great. You know, it yeah. wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Um... But like dream, dream job, I'd have to be a character in a parade. Yes. Oh my gosh. So wait. So like light up something. Like maybe Spectro what? Captain Hook. Oh my gosh. It's so funny you say that because after I had mentioned that Allison already had the dream job, I know specifically what Allison's dream job would be. Dragonfly and, is... and Spectro. Yes. <laughs> I yes. knew it. That's yes. just Allison and what she would be. That's I know. Just... It's, it embodies the whole essence of Allison and she would be. spins so well. I know. She oh knows my gosh. her left or and her right. Could, she could, or if she could travel back in time, she would be the in the Remember the Magic Parade, so she could dance to that that wonderful parade theme song. But Andrew, I, okay, so Spectra Magic, that would Spectra be Spectra awesome Magic. Too. Some actually, I, I'm not gonna. I'm sorry. Let me bring back Captain Hook. Yeah. I'd like to be in one of those little. Burr, burr, burr. Like the little Ooh, turtles that drive yeah, around, yeah. like. Oh, you could you could be in the the Main Street Electrical Parade as well, although that is. Anything that moves around and lights up. 
Yeah. I'm in it. That's all right. All I well, like. you guys are all in the, the parade. I think I'm going to join Spectrum Magic too. And I will say Minnie Mouse in Spectrum Magic. Oh, because your dress changes colors. And That's how right. cool is that? I know. So cool. I and just want to say. that music, that theme music. I, I know Spectrum Magic is a long shot. It's never coming back. Brian has God, informed us that it's dying. It's so dead, a and he can death. tell us where the things are dying around the park. Yeah, but if we could go back in time, let's all just be in Spectrum Magic. That's it. And Together. for eternity, it would be great. So yeah. I just want to say thank you guys so much for yeah. such a a great. I don't. I don't. I didn't think it was that great. What? Marge, you're I so mean, critical. I mean, like, five out of ten, maybe six. Oh, my gosh. Ah, well, four. Marge. We'll give him four. <laughs> four out of ten. That's what you get. You get nothing. I got to do tweety tweets, and I got nothing. I no idea what's going on. So. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Tweet so this. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know this was an unconventional episode, but we just kind of wanted to keep it casual, like we said, after the whole crazy month of october we're coming back next week with another fun too many nightmares guys fun filled episode it's gonna be great definitely check us out on social media we'll be posting some fun pictures that kind of align with the theme of this episode some pictures you haven't seen yet of us in our costumes as cast members we are at... gotta love those Minnie mouse light up headbands oh man yeah so follow us on twitter at dis that's d-i-s Phil Harpod. Check us out on Facebook for Disney Phil Podcast. And that's Instagram as well, Disney Phil Podcast. Follow Marge. She's now on Twitter. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Marge is on Twitter, everybody. Uh, the <laughs> I get why? And she's at You're a kid. I swear, if you're a kid, I'll block you so quick. Oh, what? Okay, Marge is for... Can I just add this? Marge if you're is, a quiet kid, you're right. Marge if, is at... She's on Twitter. She's at Main Maid Marge. Her first follower was me, and her second follower was... this Jayla! <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence impersonator. No! So, it was her. She loves me. <laughs> so follow her. Get her some followers. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, definitely. I also heard someone's got some beef. Someone has beef with you. I guess someone's got beef with me. No, I don't think anyone does. They Marge said, has beef with like, everybody. They were like, oh, why does a Marge have a Twitter? And now my son's like, you need a Twitter. And now I'm <laughs> twitting and twatting and tweeting and <laughs> baking cakes and scrubbing cakes. toilets. Baking cakes? Ah, no one told you you need to you bake cakes. You put a cake. cake in the slow cooker. <laughs> you work three shifts. You come back. You got a cake. <laughs> Or just poor boys eating cake for dinner. You lucky you got something. <laughs> okay, so check us out on social media. Like I said, email us on, at DisneyFillerPodcast at gmail.com and give us a rating on iTunes if you feel generous. Any kind of rating would do. Everyone Any gets kind of a feedback. zero star except for you guys. You get no. three. Any kind of feedback, we would appreciate it so much. We really value our listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a magical week. I hope it's I hope it's kind of magical. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Thanks guys.